All right, everybody. Hey, Vinny Fisher here back with another show of Total CEO. I am the founder and CEO of Fully Accountable. We have this great show called The Total CEO. We interview the coolest most of the time, awesome most of the time people <laughs> who are operators of their businesses, who are the CEOs out there in the grind, making it work, putting their stamp on offering and solving problems for other people. Well, I can't think of a better guest to have that opening be uh, the tagline than my relatively newer friend, but a pal. I Right off the bat, we hit it off in lots of levels. Joel Orway, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Thanks, Vinny, for having me. appreciate it. It's awesome. So how this works a little bit, Joel, is like I warned you, it's popcorn style all over the place, right? Uh, but before we jump into that, Who's Joel and why the heck is this an exciting show we're about to have? Yeah. So Joel is a former uh, engineer who transitioned into entrepreneur, business owner, uh, you know, online business extraordinaire. I wouldn't even call it extraordinaire, but uh, jumped into this crazy world of online business and, yeah. uh, and discovered his true superpower was uh, crafting sales presentations. So before I jumped into running my own business, I was building sales presentations in the uh, construction niche. So I was a mechanical engineer selling custom heating and cooling equipment to other design engineers and uh, took my territory from zero to $2 million a year in Buffalo, New York. Uh, Buffalo, go Bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a Giants fan myself. But, hey, so am I, G-Man. I yeah, love, man, dude. But I went to school in Buffalo, so they're like my like little stepsister team that I I was there during the Super Bowl years. So I, That's awesome. I'm a little yeah. older than you, Joel. In case like somehow <laughs> you've been confused by the view on your screen, I know I look good, but I'm a little older. So yeah, I tell my wife that uh, I, I'll I'll keep the Bills as my AFC team, but Giants are always number one in my heart. So yeah, AFC, man, AFC. That's team. how I'm able to spin that. You know, so, I've been to both of those Super Bowls against the Patriots. And so I took my dad to the one in Indianapolis and my business partner. Um, I'm so jealous, man. Those uh, are two dude, of the greatest uh, games ever played. Uh, you know, I, I fell in love with the whole celebration of the Super Bowl over going to that one in Glendale, Arizona, when mm -hmm. we beat the 18-0, and 18-1 uh, Patriots. And mm -hmm. so uh, it's really great, really awesome. I mean, I G-men all the way, right, baby? All right, let's get back to it. So in Buffalo, you're a sales consultant. Yep. So uh, – so we originally, so the whole reason, so right now I'm running the webinar agency, so we're building sales presentations. For All right, so stop there for just a second. Yeah. If people like, we'll put them in, this is a live show, right? We'll put them in the con uh, comments below, uh, but for all our listeners who are watching us while driving or whatever, not kill themselves, <laughs> where would they go to find you? What, what's the, the dot com we want to send them to? Yeah, very simple. Just the webinar agency.com. TheWebinarAgency.com, and if they want to get right to you, they can just go into the contact section and find your team or you and stalk you and get you and all that great stuff. And so it, your, your core expertise is improving existing webinars or building new sales presentations. Which one is the one your team is uh, most focused on? Most focused on is building new ones. We, okay. we do also critique existing ones, but... The core goal of what we do is we build seven-figure presentations from scratch using cold traffic. It's like gotcha. that's that's it in a nutshell. Is you know we don't want to be promoting this to an existing list because those are the easiest sales. Like we convert cold traffic into 
into sales. And so into wait a minute, you can take my accounting professional webinar and instead of my sister buying it like seven times, you can help some strangers <laughs> buy it? That's right. That's right. All right. All right. Cool. Now, so how does that process work? Like, you know, like what's the, is the hardest part, uh, the beginning strategy creative session or like where do you find the most tension in that relationship? Yeah, it's a great question. So uh, before we hopped on this call, I told you I was reading a book uh, for anybody who's listening. Highly recommend this book. It's called Great Leads by Michael Masterson and John Ford. Love it. And it's all about connecting a message to the stage that your prospect is currently in, right? So there's, you know, the lowest hanging fruit is, are the people who are most aware, like they're already actively looking for a solution to what your product does, right? That's the easiest, easiest sale. You can speak directly to them. Those are direct leads. Meaning you can come up with a hook saying you should, you should sign up to fully accountable because we have X, Y, Z, and we can help a business do X, Y, Z. They're already looking for it, right? Gotcha. Smallest segment of the market right there, but it's the easiest, you know, easiest to capture and you can just do a direct sales pitch. Love As it. you go down the pyramid or you go down the awareness cycle, it's crafting messages where these people aren't even necessarily looking for what you've got. And so it's all about crafting the right angle and the right story to, to bring them into your world and connect with them. Now, the reason why we talk about this, and this is why this book is so great, is like, that's where the biggest market is, right? And it's, it's, it's where the most experienced advertisers uh, are, are going to play because that's where the biggest potential for growth is, is down in the unaware stage. These people don't even really know what they're looking for yet. And so for us- And by the way, it's also, you know, if you don't know what you're doing a little bit, it's actually the most expensive place too, right? I mean, if, cause since it's the most unaware mm -hmm. and you don't have dialed in your audience, there's a risk that that's the most expensive place too to, to spend marketing dollars. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I, yeah, yes, it is a hundred percent. Cause you're going to want to run a lot of tests down at that, at that area because and so back to that book you referred to, cause I love mm -hmm. him by the way, I got oh, yeah. sitting on my desk. I think oh, it's yeah. all about crafting the right message, but like back to that original question to you. So when you're sitting there, like, cause one of the things I love to do is feed our audience. And if we feed mm -hmm. them more with some information, you know, I believe there's two parts to power. Knowledge is only one of them, but we need to execute. And so to execute, we're going to go work with a great agency like yours. But the knowledge part starts with what scares me in this whole idea of toilet bowl marketing. And what I'm always worried about is we don't really spend a lot of time dialing in our first, our audience, and second, the right problem-solving messages that trigger awareness inside those audiences. And so how do you get someone squirrely like me caved in <laughs> and figure that out? Like, how do you do that? So we take people through a process called the Webinar Accelerator process. And essentially what it is, is so you asked before, you know, what's, what's the most difficult part of this whole thing? And the reason why I brought up this book is because it's, it's crafting the right lead to get them into into the bucket like getting the right customers into your bucket because you craft the wrong lead and attracting the wrong customers or broke people um, into your funnel and like yeah you might have a really low cost per lead with your paid advertising but for the wrong people like they're going to be the most expensive because your cost per acquisition is going to go through the roof so we spend a lot of time crafting that the perfect hook, the perfect message. So I'll give you an example. Cool. We just finished uh, Shanda Sumter's webinar uh, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, and she was driving traffic to it. And, and it took us about three months to build her webinar. Now we didn't build it directly. I was just consulting with her. So we'd hop on a couple of calls and, and brainstorm back and forth. And uh, 
I recorded a podcast with her after she launched because she ended up being the most successful cold traffic, like first go cold traffic launch. She converted 15% 15. of about 15% no, of a thousand, of a thousand dollar offer audience. That's like five times better than like where you would expect even more than where yeah. you would expect to start. So 15% of her attendees converted wow. into a thousand dollar sale. Um, Around, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. yeah, around 5% of the total registrants who entered the webinar bought. Still now, that's, that's astronomical. So that's normally what we do one, is- 1%, right? Like we're loving that, 1%, right? That's, that's what we're shooting for is that $1,000 offer, we're shooting for 1%. Yeah. And then we start to really, if we get 1%, then we know that our message is, is close, close enough to then start yeah. building out the funnel. Like the funnel is now going to convert the extra percentage. Points. You know, it's so, funny. You talk about uh, Michael Masterson and, and Ford, you know, they say like in this book, copy logic, and they probably repeat it in that book that if they don't have out of the gates, I forget. It's like point three quarters of a percent or 0.75, whatever that is. Like, you know, I own a math company and math is always like my, <laughs> but, and so whatever that is, that quote, three quarters of 1%, they don't give that immediately. They don't even spend time optimizing because it's a, in their minds, a loser. They move on to a new offer. And so do you say that like, if you don't get 1% right out that you've like, you have the wrong hook and it's like time to start over again? I'm so glad you brought that up, Danny, because it's so important. Um, when we talk about webinars and the reason why we focus so much on the webinars, first of all, if you're in this online marketing world, you could be thrown thousands of different funnels. You know, you can do the product launch funnel and there's nothing wrong with them, right? I mean, there's, all, there's a million different funnels that you right. can build out there, right? The reason why we are so focused on the webinar is because it's the simplest funnel out there. It's literally cold traffic, register for the webinar, give them the offer. Like we want to shorten that as as much as possible. So we get all the resistance out of the way, right? Russ exactly. says all the time, everything you put in the way just gives a peaceful excuse. It's like the Chinese wall to do what you want them to. And so you're saying the exactly. path of least resistance in the digital world is get them right on the webinar. Right. And so when we're, if we're not hitting 1% with the simplest funnel out yep. there, yep. Uh, then like we're not going to worry about anything else. If you put three videos in front of the webinar, you're not going to have any idea what to tweak and, and you're going to be looking at all the data of those videos. You're like, oh, well, this video is off or this video is off or this email sequence is off. And like, we don't do any of that. Like we focus on the webinar and that's it. If we can't hit 1%, then our message is off. And that's the most important part of any sales funnel, any offer creation. So what would is, you recommend to somebody, you know, um, if they're not, what's the first thing you'd have somebody look at if they're not hitting 1% of their webinar? The message. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all when about, when you say the message, you mean the headline, mm -hmm. the opening act, like where, where does the first thing you go and rip out the heart out of the chest? Where do you go? So I'll go in and I'll take a look at the angle and the hook, which is, which is really, really important. So to get back to the question that we asked, you yep. asked originally, like what's the most effort that we put forth and yep. it's, it's creating the right, angle and the right lead in for instance and that could be as simple as the actual name of the course and the headline right because that positions where you're taking this thing right yeah so we've we've uh we've consulted or built um five so this is a perfect example we've built five different webinars in the amazon business space like how to build a business on amazon nice right like that's just, it's it's just super competitive right now right. super saturated yep every single one of them like we can't just hand them over the presentation like, okay, go run this go. And, and you'll be successful, right? I mean, like, I mean, we could, that be but- be nice, by the way? Wouldn't yeah. that be like a great world filled with unicorns and rainbows? <laughs> right. right, so for every single one, we have to learn how are they different? 
-hmm. and what's the unique angle that we're going to take. So going back now to, to Shanda and one of the reasons why she converted so well, she's over 5% of the registrants to a thousand dollar offer from cold traffic. We came up with this angle. Like she's so passionate about helping. Um, I think mostly female entrepreneurs cool. become self-reliant. Now self-reliant was, that was the lead. That was the angle that we were taking in. Her offer was uh, list power. So showing people how to build a list and make money mm. from the list. A very typical business yeah. opportunity, yeah. right? So her message in the very beginning was um, by the year 2020, that we're going to lose in America, I think it's like, she found this stat, like five or six million jobs due to just automation and computers. She goes, right. we just had the... Um, Hey, my have, bookkeepers are all worried because robots are going to be doing their job, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So she, so her message was, um, uh, it was like, we just had the first, um, the first cross country semi truck go, you know, deliver their, uh, deliver a load that was nice. fully driven by by a computer or a robot, whatever it was, right? Um, artificial intelligent driving machines, right? It looks like Cooley, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And so she's like. That's going to wipe out a big chunk of the, of the truck driving industry, which is 5 million people. And so she was using this example saying like, listen, like you can be left behind or you can become self-reliant. So she's not even using the word like entrepreneurship or, you know, business opportunities. Like I want to show you how to become self-reliant. So you might own your own small business or, or whatever, but that was the hook was, was self-reliance was what we were, we were, we were leading them in and it really connected with their audience. That's awesome. And so, that's what we work on. That's our goal. That took like three calls to come up with is like this idea of self-reliance and I'm just yeah. asking her questions and I'm, and I'm trying to extract it. And that's, so that's, that's exactly the hardest part. It, right? So you spend substantial energy on this strategy, flush out, get people like me puking out the information and our passion and what's working. And in there, since you're not living my nightmare, you can see it from the outside and have more of an objective perspective to figuring out those hooks. Is that kind of why it works so well? It is. I mean, yeah, it is. Simple as you call it. You're an expert at sales presentation, but you're not living the nightmare that I have where I'm training <laughs> accounting professionals. So you can see that hook so much probably uh, clearer than I can see it, right? Yeah. I mean, we, I, can, I have the ability to get closer on the first go. Like we still might need to test it out a couple of times because yep. I don't entirely know what your audience is going to respond to. But I can guarantee that we'll be much closer with the first couple of tests and then we'll, we'll find one that wins. We have, awesome. yet to, we have yet to not not find it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a discovery. Process. Well, the reality is right. I mean, Eugene Swartz talks about this. Everybody has a core desire and a core fear. And so mm -hmm. you're just trying to find ways to tap your hook into one of those two paths in the niche that you're helping somebody like Shanda or whatever perform in. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're going to be working on our webinar, by the way, for our accounting <laughs> professionals. And so you just be thinking about this. We could have done it live on the show if we had fun with it, but you know, the reality is, you know, we need, I, audience, I want everyone to hear this. You need a second set of eyes, somebody a little removed. The problem is, Joel, I know too much, right? I know too much about what accounting professionals need. So I get a little bit in the weeds, start teaching them about the first ingredient in toothpaste and not slow down. And, you know, like, so for accounting professionals, let's tease, right? They're scared out of their mind to sell. Or they're scared out of their mind by selling makes them look sleazy by it diminishes their professionalism, right? So they just don't do it. They don't brag about themselves. They don't promote themselves. Well, I would get all caught up in the, you're a CPA. And you're like, wait a minute, buddy. There's a bigger, less core issue than that to do it. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm.
hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I hire coaches to look at my sales messages because I'm too close to it myself. Like I'm a webinar guru, webinar expert, whatever you want to call it. Right. But like in all honesty, in all transparency, like I launched a webinar to sell my webinar services and it bombed because I was way too close to it. Yeah. Like I was, I was speaking number one, I was in way too competitive in a niche. Like I was just, I was going at the, at the most, I was targeting the most aware, you know, these internet marketing people. And you know, it's, you were talking about like where the most, uh, where it's most expensive. Yeah. It's most expensive down at the, down at the largest market, which you talked about, but it's most competitive at the top uh, where everybody's giving their offer yeah. and sending their offers. So yeah. like a lot of noise, uh, right? A lot of noise, a lot of noise. And so that first one that I launched for my own webinar program, it bombed. And so well, hey, you're I, a member in our mastermind, right? Total CEO. Yeah. And I love that, by the way. It's really cool. And so you got up and talked about your business and, and the things. And, you know, some of the critique that um, came in return is exactly what you're talking about, being so close to it, right? Like when I got up and talked to everybody about the Trust Advisor platform and our system we're launching, everyone was like, bam, bam, bam. I'm like, holy cow, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about that. And so that's the value, everybody, of like having somebody who's an expert at your sales presentation is you are just so close to it that you think you have to say something else. Just saw an episode the other night of uh, one of those shows, like a Shark Tank or something, and the lady was fighting with everyone about what she wanted to do, and she was just so close. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you break through that with some of your clients? Because we're, we're close. Like, when you're going to work on my webinar, I'm going to be like, here's what I know. I know this about our accountants and bookkeepers. And you're going to be like, well, good for you, Vinny. How do you break through that? When people are, you can tell right away when people are too close because they're saying, I do, you know, our software, our program, whatever it is, our service does this, 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 and this. And it's like, like, okay. But like when you're getting them first in the door, like that's not what they care about. Like it's features versus benefits. And, and I, I I try not to like, if I'm talking to a seasoned professional like yourself or someone who knows copywriter or marketing, like I try not to go down that road because like they know features, they know benefits. So like you think, by the way, you know, we have to stay on the basics. I'm telling you, man, we get so complicated in this that when you're working on our webinar, man, I, and you are, by the way, so I'm going to tell the world that you're working on our webinar. So it'll get better than whatever, you know, I have version one done. So I need your help at that level. I started it. I think I'm a marketer, right? So I think I'm a good one, at least 20% (laughs) of the time. And so I just need help on that. But I think we get overcomplicated, man. I think where we get close, we're marketers. And let me talk to just the marketer owners right now. Why we need a second set of eyes is that we get too over-sophisticated in our message. So I like that you're talking about the basics. Features and benefits, man. Buddy, I'll tell you, I quiz all the time our marketing team and myself, and I get all caught up in the difference between what I think a feature and what I think a benefit are. So don't get off that wall. We need you on that wall, man. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about offer simplification. Um, it's it's amazing. So I've watched hundreds, like literally hundreds of presentations over the past two years. Uh-huh. And some of them go formulaic and which is completely fine. And like, so their offer structure is very formulaic. I mean, yep. there's there's tons of mark their own webinar system or sales presentation system. And they, and they work, right? When, when done correctly, they work. I'm saying there's nothing against it. Um, but over the past, I'd say like two months, I've, I've watched a handful of webinars where the, the typical offer, like when you're doing direct selling, uh, when you're, let's say you're selling a course, right? So you, you go into the transition to your pitch. You say, oh, okay, here's what I've got for you. Um, it's, you know, the ultimate webinar program, you know, and it's going to, 
It's going to do X, Y, Z for you by the time you finish. Finish. Here's what's involved. Module one, you do this. Module two, you do this. Module three, you do this. Yada, yada, yada. That's how most of them go. And they do work. I was reviewing a webinar for a client uh, two days ago, and he did the, he did the exact opposite. I've, done, I've seen this. I've seen it bomb, and I've seen this work very, very well. Right. Where they don't even talk about what's inside the program. Like the only thing they talk about is what's going to happen at the end. They don't go through what the modules are. They don't go through what they're going to be receiving. They don't risk, go through risky, anything. right? Risky, very, very yeah. risky. But it worked. But in this, it worked. It worked really well. Which is why I think you're saying is don't follow what everyone else is doing. It has to work for what you're doing, right? Is that what your right. point is? Exactly. For the most part, people don't care what they're buying. All they care about is the end result. And so, why are you? In the info marketing world, if you're buying courses, like there's an argument to be made, like, okay, you have to show them what steps along the way because they have to know how much time they need to invest into it. I get that, but I've seen it work so well in a couple of them where they just say, okay, by the end of this program, you're going to have X, Y, Z result, right? It's going to take two weeks. It's going to take four weeks, however long it's going to take. Like, don't, don't worry about what's going to happen once you, like what's inside, right? If you put in the work, you'll get the result. And it worked very well. So awesome. Uh, yeah, we're. I'll tell you, I was uh, just. I'll pick on my personal trainer. I was just with him, and he's got a. You know, he works with owners and all that good stuff, and mm -hmm. you know, so he puts up with annoying people like me who have every excuse in the world to stay fat. And he said, "You know, I want to put something together. Where I help people improve their health." I said, "Hold on, time out. Nobody wants to improve anything." That just sounds like painful. How about mm -hmm. they want a way to get rid of the spare tire? They want to look more attractive to their wife. Like get rid of this improve thing. Nobody wants to improve anything. And so do you have like simple things we have to just come in even with like seasoned guys like me? And cause like where the reality is we're the people who are hiring you, you went for the most aggressive, you said it, you went for the most seasoned people in the first shot who like, who already know, or at least like we think we know what we're doing. And so how do you get us, to get off like bad language, like improve. Like we think somehow that's a good word. I'm just picking on that one because it's an easy one to pick on. Yeah, no, improvement offers are tough, man. Because yeah. it, 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 you acknowledge, if, if you're selling an improvement offer, you have to get them to acknowledge that they failed at something else. Right. Like that they failed at whatever they did before and that's not, the, that's not a good way to start your relationship. Yeah, self-awareness <laughs> is like, like the hardest place to start. Like when we go after our accounting professionals, you know, we're going to already poke on they don't like to sell. We're just going to call that out. We already know mm -hmm. that to be true. I'm not going to be like, let me improve your sales calls. Like, well, we don't have any, so we don't even know what you're talking about. Like it would be, a, it would bomb, right? It would just, this, so all of you out there, here's your free tip of the day. Don't use the word improve in your marketing message. Is that 100%. what you endorse that? Oh yeah, hundred and fifty percent. That's yep. like a Russell Brunsonism right there, right? Mm -hmm. It's like yep. don't use improve. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's great. So let me ask you a question. So as you continue to build up, which part of the business are you guys focused on growing? Do you want more done for you clients, or are you looking for you know people who are coming and consuming more of your stuff and having more of a they do it after you show them to do it? Which part of the business seems to be the part you want to focus on uh, adding more depth to right now? Yeah, so it's it's actually two parts. So over the past eight months, I've been transitioning from high paid consultant, do it yourself. You know, I was writing the webinars myself and yep. and you know and making great money to now transitioning to building the business, which is why I joined Total CEOs because I want to be 
I want to learn the skills of an actual CEO. So about uh, four months ago, we, we made the commitment to start hiring the team. Nice. Uh, the first full-time employee that, we, that I brought on was, was my wife. She's just doing it part-time. But we have a, we have a project manager now. We've hey, buddy, listen, let me tell you, she's probably going to run it better than you. So let's she, just be okay she, with that. She, so like organizational skills are not my strong suit. So like I brought her on, I'm like, I just want you to sit next to me. Look at what I'm doing for like three weeks and then just make it clean. Hey, do you know Brandon and Sam Middleton? Do you know them? Uh, no. Let nope. me connect, remind me to connect you with them because there are a couple uh, who their whole agency is about coming alongside of other couples who run their companies. And oh, like, nice. And so they've got this really cool thing going. I think it's called like the Middleton Method or something like that. It's like this <laughs> show. So go check out their podcast and stuff. But I, I'm excited. Like we don't just men in our mastermind unless you have a wife in the business like like Josh and Trina or Zeke and mm-hmm. Melanie. But there's not like women who come to our mastermind. It's all men, right? Yeah. And so, but I love, listen, I've seen uber successful businesses where the husband and wife are doing it together. And so I know you guys are figuring out. You said part-time, but like, you know, if you can embrace transparency and humility and all the things that go along with being married. Well then if you can bring that into your business, man, I, it, I see just nothing. Now I also see the greatest risk for other things, but I, if, if embraced correctly, I think she'll be one of your secret weapons. Yeah. She's doing, she's been doing uh, amazing work with us and, and just awesome. helping keep us organized. And so we also brought on a project manager, a full-time project manager. So she's helping to keep the projects moving forward. All right, so back on that, like which part of the business are, cause we were getting close and I interrupted you. So where, 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 what are you looking to grow? So if you had asked me, so six months ago, I made the commitment to, to really grow the done for you side. Yep. Um, just because we had, uh, we had the most money to reinvest into hiring people there. Yeah. I've also, I've got an info product too. And, and during the first launch at Bond, we're like, okay, well, where do I focus on the most? Like, I know- Can we stop huge- there for a second? Because that's mm-hmm. a really important point I want people to know. Like, early stage of your business, you would agree, I hope. Uh, if not, mm-hmm. then let's fight about it on, on live so everyone can see us do that. Uh, but if you want cash in your business, focus on what you do in the high ticket side, less clients, start doing that, improve your processes, and add the other piece, right? I mean, you just gave that advice. You wanted to hire people, so mama needed some cash flow, the business, and you went out and took on some more done for you because those are higher ticket services, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it's like when, when you get those higher ticket services and you, and you get that process not <clears throat> dialed in, which is yep. what we've been working on for the past six months, like then you can reinvest down into the productized services, right? Because it's like you all, everyone wants the automated sale and, yeah. you know, especially in online marketing and they want, you know, the recurring income and whatnot. And so, um, that's what we made the commitment with, um, a year ago was, was to focus on that. And then six months ago, we made the commitment to start hiring people. I was really scared to do it, really scared to hire people. I just hadn't done it before. And Hey, the and scariest so- hires your wife, man. Now, hiring a stranger is probably a lot easier than hiring your wife. Man. I'll tell you that. Like, I'm proud of you for that. Like that's, I was like, holy cow, Debbie's working in my company. What am I going to have her do? So yeah. that's <laughs> So six months ago, we made the decision, okay, we're going to start hiring people and really growing it out. Um, the hardest thing that has been, that we're focusing on right now is training copywriters, nah. it, like training webinar copywriters, because it's the mix of, so first of all, like everyone that I'm, I'm hiring, I'm giving them a copy of this book. Cause this nice. is like, this is what I've been trying to communicate to, to all my copywriters. You know, I also would force them to read this because mm-hmm. this is like a flow. Did you read copy logic? I haven't read it yet. No, nope. it's good. You'll. I haven't read Great Leads, so you and I are like maybe we can just like hand them to each other. But um, that's actually like a Bible, so I'm going to leave it here. But I'll send you. Yeah. Um, but what they go through the flow and process. So one of the things that's you know I would say about your copywriters and training is is um, 
it, they, they probably know how to write. They don't mm -hmm. focus on problem solution and hooks as well. And they, they, so this process of peer review that Michael talks about in there is very helpful. You might see that as a tandem book as you train your people. Because here's the problem, Joel. I've said this at the Mastermind. I'll say it again live to people. Be careful because you're an expert at this. And the mm -hmm. hardest thing you're going to have to train your people is what you're an expert at. Because you do it like intuitively. Yeah. You're just really good at it. So you're going to have to lean on some outside crutches and that's why it's the hardest thing in your business is because it's the thing you're the most amazing at. So what are you doing to, to fight that fight? We're changing the creative process around a little bit. So okay. like I, I've had to really take a step outside and look at how I was creating water. As I did this from the beginning, I tried to create the process, right? Yeah. Um, and so when I was creating them my own, on, on, on my own, it was just me. Like I didn't have an editor. I didn't have anybody looking around. Right. But it was just me going through the whole process. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just hire another copywriter. And they yeah, can, done. They, can they got this. Me. They'll just do what I do. Right. And so what I realized was like when I was doing it myself, I was really acting as two people, like the copywriter and an editor. Yeah. And so about three weeks ago, we decided like, okay, we really need to look for, like we need to build a creative process, a creative like flow. So now we're hiring two copywriters per project. One's going to be the copywriter. One's going to be the editor. They're going to work hand in hand. Love They're going to come up with the ideas together. And like that way, because I was also doing the editing for, and all the reviews for my copywriters. And that was taking a ton of my time. And, and every time that I would get a, a, a review back from our old copywriters, I'm like, man, like this isn't like, this isn't right because there's just there's, enough off where it's not going to work. Right. Well, I mean, we hired some copywriters that were like, you know, Dan Kent, Dan Kennedy certified and, uh, and AWAI and they were great, but they were long form sales material, like long form sales copy. So they were using these big words that you don't, that you don't say when you're in dialogue, which is like a presentation. And so right. this doesn't sound like conversational. It sounded more like written word, right? Right. And so now I've come up with this other business idea, which I have to shelve because of shiny objects. Attaboy. Is, <laughs> you know, creating webinar copywriting certification training. Cause like, Nobody, but, like, but here's how you do that right. You want to do that right, Joel? Well, how you do that right is do that part in your business. Yeah. And then when it's time to give to the world, why am I giving you that advice? It took us three years here at Fully Accountable to put the, 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 the training in place for our accounting professionals. Mm -hmm. Three years before I wanted to launch the Trusted Advisor platform three years ago. But I knew that I had to put all this stuff in place in order to launch that. And so we're just launching it. We're like, now it's just been happening. Yeah. And I can tell you the shiny syndrome guy, the guy I've every day. I'm like, Rachel, am I allowed to launch it? Can I go? She's like, just, <laughs> just do, you'll know when the time is right. Don't keep asking me for permission on something you're going to do anyway. <laughs> so I would say do that internally, use exactly what you're doing to grow your team. And then the time will become right. Cause you know what? There's so many, there's no such thing as in, in, in the idea of abundance, there is no like, uh, there's no like worried about other people doing what you do. You, we need more seasoned copywriters helping people be communicative in their sales presentation. So that time will be right for you. Yeah. Launch that to the world and you'll know it as long as you stay true to just keep building it for what you need. And that's the best way I've at least learned to deal with my shiny syndrome because <laughs> I get that every stinking day. And so I, it doesn't go away even when you look old and awesome like this. So just uh, keep working. Yeah. So what we're focusing on right now is really fine tuning that creative writing process with okay. the copywriters. First of all, training them, but also building two copywriters into the process and really fine tuning that process. So I shot a message out on Facebook because I was watching, um, 
one of my favorite shows right now is Better Call Saul. And I was also a big fan of Breaking Bad. So if, if you're listening right now, those two, they're like spinoffs of each other, right? So Breaking Bad came out like five or six years ago, and then Better Call Saul was a spinoff of Breaking Bad. What were you, Bad. like six when Breaking Bad came out? So I was like, no, yeah, no, no, I'm not that. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I was watching Better Call Saul, and like the way that they communicate stories and they tie in analogies, like that's what I do, what I create personally awesome. a webinar That's awesome. and uh another great another person who's phenomenal at this in a completely different market is colin cowherd on sports radio oh He's yeah on. i totally agree with you on that so I, I i shot another post out to my group my experts on leash group and i said listen like if you want to write write great copy uh colin cowherd just did a uh like a five minute bit on um on tiger woods and he was talking about how tiger woods was like uh he goes he was he was describing what greatness really was. And he says, greatness is predictable. Like the reason why we loved Tiger Woods is we could count on him week after week to be in the top five or, or to win, right? He goes, it's like, he's, he says, he's like my morning cup of coffee. Um, you know, every morning I get up at 7 a.m. And I, and I drink my cup of coffee and he gives me that shot of energy. And he just went on this, this, this monologue about tying together greatness and, and coffee and Tiger Woods and Ooh, consistency. Uh, and then he, yeah. And, it, and he related it to the NHL Stanley Cup Finals and the NBA Finals. And he goes, you know, with the NHL Finals uh, this year, he goes, TV really didn't want, like, they, they were hoping that it wasn't going to be Ottawa versus Nashville because they're two markets that, like, nobody, nobody really cares about. Them. But, you know, they got Pittsburgh, which which helped the ratings tremendously because they're they're always great. Except like, for us people from Cleveland because we right. just don't want anything from Pittsburgh to succeed unless you're married to one of those people. But, yeah. So the goal is is to listen to those types of people who can connect the dots and just get these abstract ideas and, and build a connection because that's what's gonna like those analogies are are what helps your prospects understand that they need your product. It's like when you connect those problems through analogies. I've seen you stores. do this. It's like I like when you say like it's kinda like yeah. and then you kinda connect. I love that stuff. Like I've been doing that more and more. I'm like, well, because I could see my accounting professionals glaze over. I'm like, well, it's kind of like, and they're like, oh, right, right. And so that you're trying to help your team now understand and how to use the kind of analogous approach to storytelling. Exactly. Because when you're on a webinar, if you're on a presentation and you have the, the reason why webinars provide such a great opportunity is because it builds connection. It builds bond between your audience. If you can seize that opportunity, they've, they've committed to a time they've showed up to your presentation. So they're already a more qualified lead. So versus a video or a long form sales letter where they're literally reading verbatim, like you have the opportunity to communicate through dialogue and through story and to, and to get their response and to get their interaction to say, okay, yes, I get it. Or, no, I don't get it. And you have the opportunity to kind of rebut and, and just gotcha. help them understand it. But like, it's, it's very, very critical that we're able as the copywriters to, to draw those stories. I'll give you another example. So we've got a couple of personal development clients right now, which is the most, like, I probably will never take a personal development client again. It's the most difficult niche to draw these stories from because there's like nothing tangible. Like you're just trying to like, it's not woo woo, but like, no, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, let's just say it. It is. And you know what? I, I'm really thankful to, for the people who are out there fighting a the good fight on that. But yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's noisy. It's everyone has had some type of spiritual experience. So they want to help other people. And holy cow, buddy, trying to make those things connect. I 
totally understand why you're saying that. We uh, represent education and information companies. You know, we have three specialties, and one of them seems to fall in line with these personal development guys, and that's just a hard space. It is really hard. Oof. It's really, really difficult. And so we've spent we spent a long time on two of these personal development clients, and uh, and God bless them, They're, they've been very patient. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's you also don't want to be rushed through this process because we've probably put like 60 hours into finding the right angles and leads and analogies and metaphors to, to make all this stuff make sense. And, and, and so anyway, um, we finally were able to tie in one of these analogies using the IBM Watson supercomputer. Like the way that these people talk about, they, like they're all about going into your brain and showing you how your brain really operates and breaking through goals. And so oh. we had to tie in like the Mac operating system and, and the PC and, and, and how those two are incompatible with each other. And then all of a sudden there's the Watson and we want to show you how to be the Watson. And that took us like three weeks to come up with. Wow. <laughs> so. But uh, you know what I like the point there that I'm hearing is that that's what you're doing this for as a, as a done for you client inside the webinar agency, you guys will figure it out. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so it takes time. It takes hopefully time. Hopefully we don't have the type of, 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 of time put into the personal development ones, but reality is it is what it is. Right. So mm -hmm. I know it won't take as long with ours. Cause we, 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 you know, you like, you probably just laughing. Like, I already know the core hooks with those accounting professionals. And so that's great. Uh, I get it. So let's switch gears. You're a new dad. How's that impacting work? So we have, we just hired a, uh, a, a nanny to come over two days a week, a babysitter and our, our in-laws are, are taking Dominic. Uh, so he's eight months old right now. Congratulations, awesome. bud. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, so right now we're, we're working out of the home office, probably in six months, we'll get a, we'll get a, a something official. Hey, yeah. you know, I work, uh, I, as it's cyclical, right? I have four kids. My oldest one is driving right now. So I'm in an entirely different world than where you are. And you know, your world's a blast. Enjoy every moment of it. And, uh, I know I do both. I work from home in the mornings and I go to the office in the afternoons. Um, so you'll figure it out. You'll, you'll, yeah. you'll love whatever works for you. You, you guys, you and your bride will figure out what the best approach is. Yeah. We, we screwed I, up a whole bunch along the way. One of we, will. <laughs> we will. And so um, I always thought that I wanted to like keep the home office, you know, laptop lifestyle, the whole nine yards. Right. But yeah. like, it's really difficult with, with an infant because you just want to spend all your time with him. And so like he's downstairs, I hear him and the babysitter and they're playing and he's laughing and it's like, I just want to go, you know. Yeah, who wants out. to write another hook for right. like accountants when like you got your little guy running around you're like, I'm not going to see him be eight months again uh, ever. Yeah. And I totally understand. Yeah, so probably in six months to a year, I'll get an office. We're, st we're doing fine right now. Um, we've got a, a big enough home where we can separate like, they're over in that side of the house. We've got our side of the house, which is the office. So it's, it's, going, it's going well. All right. So if people want to find you, the best way is to go to the webinaragency.com. You can mm -hmm. see those links below. We're going to wind this up. Let me ask you one final question. What's a tip you want to give everybody that like, is it currently in the season of life you're dealing with that is just going to help them in their day and, and move them forward? as it relates to you writing it, sales buddy. material or just anything. You're in the season of life. It's your tip. <laughs> oh man. Fight the shiny object syndrome mm. to wit's end. I mean, it's, it's a hard fight for me. I mean, I've got like severe entrepreneurial ADD and I'm like, okay, you know, I should go round up affiliates right now and promote my, and promote my program. It's like, no, wait, we have to hire, you know, we're, we're hiring two more copywriters next week and I need to focus on training them. And uh, so I like, just you got to stay in your lane. Uh, about six months ago, we dropped the funnel aspect of, of our of our service. So like we still we only focus on on the webinars, and nice. so 
that okay. helped a ton. It yeah. helped a ton because like there's, there's just a ton of stuff with the funnels too. And like there are people that are way better at it than I am. Like we just build a basic funnel for people and, and, and it works, you know, lots of our clients want it. But we you don't need any more than that. If it's just a webinar, what do most people who run webinars want? Clients. They don't yeah. want some fancy overdone thing that they don't even know how to work. Right, right. And there are lots of people like you can like hands down, if you get a great funnel person, like you can make your webinar funnel tremendous. But we've built multiple seven figure webinars just on a 1% registration conversion rate on a thousand dollar offer with not, nothing more than just the webinar. So like, like there's enough value in what we in what we provide for just the webinar. And you Love know, it. Go get a go get a funnel team, and if you want, but uh, stay in your lane and fight the entrepreneurial ADD. That's that's my uh, that's my tip. Well, Joel, hey, bud, thanks for being on the show today. This was great. I'm sure there'll be a ton of value that people can pull out of this. Hey, everybody, this is the total CEO, Vinny Fisher, the CEO and founder of Fully Accountable. Just want to let you know. Hey, listen. I think the greatest thing I heard today, there's a whole bunch of wisdom uh, given by Joel. You need to be a guardian of the distractions. Find ways to stay in your lane. Let's just use the kid analogy. You're bumper bowling. You got to stay, put those bumpers up. Like know your limitations, but also more importantly, you got to practice more no than yes. Right, Joel? Amen. Amen, Amen buddy. Have a great day, pal. See you soon. Appreciate it. Had fun.